Hey, all you creatures out there. It's one of your hosts of the Monster Talk podcast, Christopher from the Black Lagoon. And before we start our podcast, there's a shout out to some of our friends and sponsors. Able Ebenezer Brewing Company in Merrimack, New Hampshire is where we and our friends and podcast family members of Road Soda record. The brewery self-distributes in the southern New Hampshire area, and it has a tap room and beer garden you can visit. For a list of where the beers are available and tap room hours, go to ableebenezer.com. Good evening, Reanimator Rob here. Road Soda is a weekly podcast hosted by Mike, the head brewer and co-founder of Able Ebenezer Brewing Company, and Brendan, distributor for Able Ebenezer and founder of The Litter Crew. They discuss current events, have interesting conversations, all while reviewing a beer. They drink while you drive. Check them out every Monday wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey all my ghosts and ghouls, it's Meg the Mortician here, reminding you to not litter. One of my many hats I wear is the event coordinator for the New Hampshire Litter Crew. Find us on social media at NH Litter Crew, and follow our Facebook page to find out about our next Litter Crew event coming near you. Who love to eat turkey? <laughs> <laughs> love to eat It's good. Love to eat turkey like a good boy should. Cause it's turkey. Hey, all you evil turkeys out there. It is your one of your hosts, Christopher from the Black Lagoon here. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Monster Talk Podcast. It is still season one, and we are on episode ten. And today, if you haven't guessed, we are going to be reviewing the movie Thanks Killing from 2008. Along with me are my two other hosts. Reanimator Rob and Meg the Mortician. And today we also have a guest with us, Dan. Hey guys. Hey, hey. welcome Good to, be to here. the show. Thanks for having me. Gobble, hey. gobble. We appreciate gobble, it, gobble, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to Dan in just a moment. Uh, so first, as we usually start our podcast, we like to reminisce about the last week we've had. So, Meg, why don't you go first? So I finished season one of Bones. So I'm making my way, making my way through Bones. Um, you know, I watched the new, uh, movie for the week. Um, this was, this was my first time watching it, so it'll be interesting to talk about, definitely. Um, I also started following Ask a Mortician on YouTube. She has a lot of interesting historical videos about death and all that. So that's cool. That's kind of just what I've been doing the last week. Yeah. Yeah. What about you guys? Um, I've just been busy with um, the New Hampshire Gay Men's Chorus. We have some concerts coming up. Um, it's like I'm going to be living, breathing, eating chorus stuff for the next two weeks. Um, I have a solo, which I'm pretty excited about. That's awesome. So, shameless plug. If uh, you want tickets, go to www.nhgmc.com, and we're going to be doing performances in Concord, Manchester, Londonderry, and Newington, which is over by the seacoast. So, I'm really excited. It's actually a lot of good music this year, and it always is. But this year, the songs are uh, like a lot. They're a lot of them are upbeat and really fun. And um, and so yeah. Other than that, um, I noticed we have a new top fan on our Facebook page. Oh, Brendan DeKemper. Oh, Road Soda. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> with Road Soda and, and Litter Crew, and uh, 
just want to give a shout out to our other fans, top fans, Jamie Pritchard, Christine Estrada, and Gaetano Zanelli. Um, I did get a comment on my Facebook page from Ronnie Content, and we were talking about, um, I don't know if you remember in our podcast, the Scream podcast, we were talking about yeah. Drew Barrymore and all the movies that she did, and yep. she was in the Firestarter movie, and she was a little girl that could set people on fire. Yeah. And I made like the the off-the-collar the co- uh, comment about if I... If I had the ability to set people on fire, there'd be a lot of burnt people around. Yeah. And he he loved that comment. He's like, I am right there with you. Um, yeah, yeah he works in retail, so I can understand why. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, there'd be a lot of burnt people around me, too. And thank you, Rob. And so I just wanted to give a shout out to Ronnie Content. I think. That was um, funny. I saw that yeah. response. I was like, and, oh, you. And, um, and Gaetano Zanelli, I don't know if you saw, this was a recent post. He said, congratulations on your on your engagement yeah. and thank you Ronnie yeah and um and then uh we have a friend's friendsgiving coming up this weekend with a bunch of friends that my friend Christopher Robert Blank um set up and we're gonna go to the tap the tap house I think in uh in, in Bedford in Bedford it's the no Murphy's uh oh oh the one on 101 there Murphy's yeah, yeah. Murphy's tap yeah room. Murphy's tap house I worked on that yeah I did that fire alarm for him oh cool oh. so I'm like excited about that and this weekend, it was just kind of low-key. I, I went over to my friend's house, uh, Mark Perot and John Haywood, and we watched uh, a Mel Brooks like, double feature, Blazing Saddles and, and Young Frankenstein. Fantastic and, movies. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was a lot of fun. And, I mean, just the, the, the Blazing Saddles, they could not get away with stuff today that they oh, did no. back then. Yeah. So and, many uncomfortable people. <laughs> yeah. And so the one the one thing I wanted to just bring up off the cuff is uh, – so where I work is in, over in Hudson, and, and we're kind of near, like, um, a wooded area and a country club, so we have a lot of uh, wild turkeys that run around. Oh. And so one Monday morning, I came into the office, and um, one of the, the, the cleaners was shampooing the carpet, like, at 7 a.m. on a Monday morning, and I go, that is kind of odd. Oh, and God. then when I And then I see, like, a trail of blood, and I was like, what? And... And then I, the office adjacent to mine had, like, the window smashed and boarded up. And I said, what happened? And I guess over the weekend, and this is a couple of years ago, um, a ch- wild turkey had flown into the window, got into the building, and security was trying to catch it. And it left, like, a, a blood trail, like, right in front of my office. And, and, um, and then they tried to catch it and I think it got away. I'm not sure how it happened, <laughs> and, but that was just like a really weird like thing. Like, I mean, cause that window was huge and that was like a massive plate glass window. And I'm like, that Turkey must've been like raging. If he, it must've been like a killer Turkey or something on steroids. And, and I went up to the calf uh, later that, that day and they were serving Turkey a King. Oh. I don't think they got the turkey from that particular bird. Are you I'm sure? Guessing. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, I made up the last part, but <laughs> <laughs> but that but that's my turkey story. That's that's wicked funny. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought like turkeys going wild. Yep, it's a theme of tonight, I guess. <laughs> it's all about talking turkey. Who are you calling a turkey? <laughs> was I think it was like the last weekend I worked the Saturday here, which is last weekend <laughs> this time anyway. And I get to work. I'm like, oh, no, there's a bunch of turkeys. And I'm talking with Casey. I'm like, I can't get out of the car. She's like, why? I'm like, there's a ton of turkeys in the parking lot. She's like, oh, yeah, they're all over the place. I'm like, no, they're all gathering around my car. And I know turkeys are assholes. And <laughs> they don't, like, chase people. I'm not, like, afraid of them. Like, I've had to battle a rooster before, which 
not fun. Dude, Canadian geese are the ones you don't want to fuck with, though. They can get nasty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I'm sure turkeys can also be assholes. But yeah. Those fowls can get pretty foul. Uh, yeah. Anyway. So I had to wait for them to kind of disperse, and then I got out when there was, like, a few left, and I just walked into the building. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, there are sometimes when I when I leave the building for work, I'm uh, yeah, I got to be careful like cuz they're like right there and I'm afraid they're going to like pick my eyes out or something. Right. You never know with turkeys. Be like the New Hampshire t- turkey massacre. Yeah, there's not much going on up there, but that leaves room for murderous thoughts. Yeah. When you think about it. What about you, Chris? What what do you do this week? Let's see. Uh, it's my first well, at this time right now, it's my first week back from LA, so Basically, just getting back into the groove of things, and now we're starting to do all the wedding planning, and fortunately, we're like, I think we're right on schedule as far as planning things, so we're looking for a DJ, and there's a bunch of stipulations with the um, the, the venue where we're having the wedding, mm-hmm. and we visited that yesterday. It's really nice. It's at Atkinson Country Club. Nice. So, I think you should get a wedding singer like Adam Sandler or like John Lovitz and be like... This is ladies night. Oh, what a whole what a night. Ugh, they're so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Even some DJs are like three thousand dollars for five hours worth of work. Yeah. So we're uh oh, yeah. we're price checking everybody, seeing yeah. if they, they gotta have like liability insurance and stuff. For fifty bucks, I will come and be your wedding singer. Sophisticated <laughs> 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 mama. <laughs> That's awesome. I'd love it. Hmm. Uh, caught up on Chucky. Yeah, I, I had to watch one episode late. The only, the only thing I have is like, so when I was in LA and like checking my Instagram, I didn't watch the show. He's like, oh, you should have gone on the app. I'm like, I, I, I didn't have time just to sit down and watch mm. a show, even though there was points. So I was waiting around to do something, but when I'm at the venue, I'm, you know, I'm kind of working. Yeah. Excuse me. And then, yeah. So like on. Like Don Mancini's um, Instagram and some of the other actors in there, they're always posting pictures. Oh, yeah. Like, no, no, I didn't want to see that yet. (laughs) Like, you know, I'm one of those people where, like, if you ruin the ending for me, I'll probably never watch the movie. Uh, Oh, yeah. That happened for me with Breaking Bad. I was listening to the sports station, and they're like, yep, this happens. And I'm like, well, I was going to start that show tomorrow, but it looks like I don't need to watch it. Like, thanks, asshole. But then I eventually watched it, like, a decade later. <laughs> there you go. Um, but whenever it ended. Yeah, I am watching Chucky 2, and I love it so far. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit behind on that, but I, I just saw uh, episode 2, and that was, I was like, I was, I loved it. I need to start watching that. Uh, the latest episode is crazy, and there's only two episodes left. So at the end of November, I think they're done for season one anyway, so. I love it. Uh, really well done show. Yeah, it is. It's really good. Nice. I want a, I want a, um, a, a Chucky doll for Christmas, I think. Hmm, okay. Well, I'll talk to the yeah. the big man at the North Pole, Rob. I'll see what I can do for you. Do you think you. if I, I write him a letter, he'll he'll make my wishes come Maybe. true? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, it'd be go good. Trick or Treat Studios. Year? You can get one for the reasonable price of $500. Oh, God. that's it? $500. <laughs> In the box and everything, molded from reproduction molds from Child's Play 2. Is it wow. made out of gold? No, I know. Not. I For that price, that Chucky better go into the kitchen and make me some fucking eggs. Yeah, <laughs> he'll scramble you for sure. <laughs> Damn, what have you been up to in the last week, man? Uh, let's see. Today I'm fighting off a hangover thanks to Brendan. If you're <laughs> listening, Brendan, I hate you. I'm never <laughs> with you again. Just kidding, I love you. Um, other than that, this week, 
uh, watched Thanks Killing, watched a couple other horror movies. I actually remembered that, Chris, you got the Hellraiser tattoo. Yes. Made me watch it. Awesome. What do you think of that one? It's fantastic. I love it. Such a good movie. It's very interesting. I think it's... It kind of did the same thing, I think, for... Um, Nightmare on Elm Street did for horror. Mm. It's like just so out of left field, but then Clive Barker brought it to it, just another area, and it just makes you think throughout the whole movie. What else did you watch? You said you watched a couple horror movies. Was there another one that you watched? That you... Um, I rewatched Grave Encounters because we went over to Sadie and Ryan's house mm-hmm. for a Halloween party, and in the background they had Grave Encounters playing, and if you've never watched that one, that one's fantastic. I haven't. I'm going to uh, need to watch that. Yeah. But yeah, that's about it. That's all I've been doing this week. Just working and watching horror movies. Woo woo. Yeah. Isn't it the Yay. life? <laughs> cool. Excellent, man. Well, glad to have you on. We'll talk you with, talk with you some more in just a little bit. But for now, we are going to get the latest in horror news with the autopsy report from Reanimator Rob. Good evening, Rob here. Happy Thanksgiving. And so, in light of the holiday, as I feel like Thanksgiving doesn't get enough attention, um, it's all Thanksgiving. Your, your plate is, uh, it's, it's going to be a cornucopia of, of uh, horror movies that involve Thanksgiving. And because we're doing Thanksgiving, we're going to be doing, um, I'm doing like a, a list of, top 10 12 movies of like killer foods so um <laughs> this is from screen rant and so we're gonna go over the uh the movies about killer foods because these are really good so number one is 1995's ice cream man so the ice cream man takes the killer food trope into a different territory instead of literally biting back the sweet treat at the center of ice cream man becomes a vehicle for one madman's cannibalistic fantasies the madman here is Cliff Howard, who blends human parts into his frozen confections. A slasher at heart, Ice Cream Man is a quintessential tacky B-movie. Thanks to its campy tone, it maintains a large cult following. So, uh, the next one is number two. It's called Dead Sushi, 2020, 2012. Uh, Kaiko works at a rural Japanese inn rolling sushi for a cruel, demanding client. None are as mean as the president of... Kamatsu Pharmaceuticals, who is on vacation with his colleagues. The president is so mean, in fact, that one of his disgruntled employees follows him to the inn to exact revenge. The Kamatsu employee, Yamada, uses a special serum to make all the sushi come alive with murderous intentions. Killer sushi. And this one is called Poultry Geist from 2006. So cult horror figure Lloyd Kaufman is behind Poultry Geist, Night of the Chicken Dead a fast food fiasco with B-movie musical trappings. Kaufman, co-founder of Troma Entertainment Film Studios, known for tasteless, over-the-top horror fare like this, Poultry Geist explores what happens when American Chicken Bunker builds a new franchise on an old Native American burial ground. Instead of chicken nuggets or fried chicken sandwiches, enter a legion of singing chicken zombies. (laughs) Who knew, right? So, um, and of course, is the... 2005 Ginger Ginger Dead Man, which I haven't seen. Uh, What's better than an anthropomorphic gingerbread cookie with severe bloodlust? How about a murderous gingerbread cookie voiced by Gary Busey? 
Even better. Yeah. The gingerbread, or ginger dead, I should say, takes child's play motifs into the realm of baked goods. Busey voices the villain who is possessed by the spirit of deranged New Jersey serial killer named Millard Findelmeyer. Uh, the next one is Food of the Gods, uh, 1976. When a mysterious substance bubbles up from the ground on a remote island off British Columbia, local farmers willingly feed the magic elixir to their chickens. It turns out the grub transforms anything that it eats into a monster, a monstrous aggressive giant. Food of the Gods is one in a long line of ecological horror films released in the 1970s. It also includes behemoth wasps and hulky toothy rats. So I, I, I love like movies where like yeah the animals start you know killing and, and all that stuff uh, so yeah the next one number six is one of my i love this movie the stuff 1985 <laughs> so barring a few plots from the food of the gods the stuff begins when a, a thick white substance bubbles out of the ground when some someone catches on to its delectable flavor <laughs> it's quickly commodified and marketed as america's next dessert craze People can't get enough of the stuff, but the stuff can't get enough of them. What's worse, the stuff is actually an alien substance that transforms people into zombies. Oh, no. And it's, uh, the, the jingle is, can't get enough of the stuff. And uh, yeah. Gutter Garbs just released a whole slew of t-shirts. <sighs> I can't wait. I'll have to show you later. Yeah. Oh, it's a great, that's a great flick. It really is. Uh, the next one, of course, is 1978's Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes is a classic killer food movie, so classic it's launched an entire franchise. As its title suggests, tomatoes rebel against humans in this film, rising out of garbage disposals, salads, and ketchup bottles. Uh, the film's action culminates when all killer tomatoes are cornered in a giant stadium where people stomp them to death. Um, number eight, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, 1988. Cotton candy is ruined for life in Killer Clowns from Outer Space. The wrinkled, buffoonish aliens who look like mutated circus clowns use cotton candy cocoons to capture the humans they plan to eat. With their crazy straws, the killer clowns suck up their savory victims stuck inside the cotton candy. This is a far cry from the airy, sugary carnival delicacy enjoyed by people far and wide. Ooh. Killer Cotton Candy. And oh, not, don't forget the popcorn too yes and the, the popcorn, popcorn that crawls around yeah and... i know right <laughs> and then number nine is the refrigerator 1991 so instead of food the refrigerator sees the appliance people rely on to preserve their meals turning against them set in new york city the film centers around an apartment whose fridge is a gateway to hell <laughs> oh, interesting yeah so i just thought it'd be fun to go over because we're d talking about basically when foods like Thanksgiving, um, turkeys attacking, and yeah, you know instead of eating them, they eat us and uh, or attack us. And um, the other thing I wanted to go over is um, I always thought there was never really any Halloween horror. I mean, not uh, horror Thanksgiving movies. Mm -hmm. I was like, Thanksgiving must be the only one. Wrong. No. So there is there's quite a few of them, and I just want to go over them briefly. Um, so there's 1981 Home Sweet Home Slasher film Home Sweet Home Directed by Nettie Pena Was made in the early 1980s And has all the trappings of a vintage horror movie Escaped mental patient Jay Jones Played by Jake Steinfeld uh, Was locked up for killing his parents He shows up at a Thanksgiving ga Gathering and 
immediately wrecks havoc. He cuts the power to the house before offing the homeowner and then cutting the phone lines, essentially isolating the guests from any help they could possibly call. As the guests sit down to enjoy what they think will be Thanksgiving dinner, Jay enters and starts picking them off one by one. Will anyone survive? Ooh. Yeah. Um, the next one I actually like, and I don't think it's too far from reality. It's a Black Friday, and it just came out this year. So this year's Black Friday takes into the biggest shopping day of the year and exposes it all for its horrors. Okay, so maybe it turns into a zombie attack, but the terrifying hordes of shoppers who descend upon stores on the day after Thanksgiving are no doubt horrifying for store employees. <laughs> In this movie, the employees at a toy store have to defend themselves against zombie shoppers who are infiltrating the store on the chaotic shopping day. The movie, which will be released ahead of this year's Black Friday, might just make you rethink setting out for your own shopping trip after Turkey Day. So it's a very timely movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, then uh, 1986's The Devastator, sometimes referred to as Hostile Takeover, is based on the book Office Party by Michael Gilbert. In the story, an accountant named Eugene takes his co-workers and boss hostage while they're all working overtime on Thanksgiving. I mean, who wants to fucking work overtime on Thanksgiving? Right. I don't. In this tense film from the 1980s, the police surround the building to try to talk Eugene down, but he seemingly doesn't want to make any deals. In fact, he wants nothing at all of this because at this point he has nothing to lose. He's tired of the way he's been treated, and this Thanksgiving is the last time he's willing to put up with it. Yeah. Don't we all feel that way sometimes, Christopher? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the next one I, I actually have seen. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, it's called Christy 2014. College student Justine can't afford to fly home for Thanksgiving, so she stays on her college campus, and over the break, she finds a girl named Violet in her room with a knife, and when she tries to escape, she quickly finds out that Violet isn't operating alone. She's part of a cult out to kill the Christies of the world, seemingly perfect, God-fearing women. Justine spends a panic night trying to escape the killers engaged in violence of her own while watching some of her friends get killed. It's when she goes after Violet herself that it all comes to a head. Um, that I actually liked that movie. That was pretty good. Good to know. I'm glad yeah. my name is Megan. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Chris, I was so close. <laughs> and uh, I'll do a couple more, and then we'll save the, the rest of them for leftovers next week. Sure. Um, so Into the Dark 2019 is, is a pretty good movie that you can find on Hulu, and it's part of their Into the Dark series. So Pilgrim is a creepy look at historical reenactors gone awry. Spoiled housewife Anna decides that this Thanksgiving she is going to hire a bunch of people to cosplay as pilgrims in order to recreate the first Thanksgiving, but in her but in her home for her family. However, the pilgrims show up way too early and tell Anna that they're going to immerse her family in pilgrim ways. Things quickly dissolve as the pilgrims act stranger and the concept of what Thanksgiving actually is starts to blur. It goes beyond just psychological thriller, though, when things start to get seriously bloody. That just sounds like the Brady Bunch episode when Greg does, like, that class project where he does, like, the Plymouth Rock just going horribly south and, <laughs> and like, bodies everywhere. Um, the last one I wanted to mention, and I've seen this one, and it's, it's, um, it, it's really good. Um, it's called Intensity 1997. Uh, Intensity is actually a made-for-TV thriller miniseries based on the Dean Koontz novel of the same name. China goes to her friend's house for Thanksgiving, only to find serial killer Edgler 
Beth, who was played by John McGinley. You may know him from uh, Married with Children and The Love Boat. Um, he offs everyone but China who escapes. She learns, though, that he has a teen, teenage girl that he has captive, and she sets out to rescue her. The two play a game of cat and mouse, with Edgler leaving several bodies in his wake. China re reaches the young girl and makes every effort to save her, but Edgler won't make it easy on her. He's determined to torture the two of them, but China is hell-bent on defeating the killer. So we'll go over some leftovers next week, And uh, but I, I really was like, wow, what an abundance of Thanksgiving horror, like horror movies that take place on like Thanksgiving and and way more than you ever want to know about killer foods. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a stuffed list, Rob. I am full. <laughs> <laughs> there was, um, I th thinking back to my childhood here, I think there was an episode of Codename Kids Next Door where there was um, evil alien broccoli that tried to attack the Codename Kids Next Door and they fought it with hot cheese guns and they had to eat the broccoli to you know to get them to leave but kids hate broccoli so oh, killer broccoli, broccoli. <laughs> chopping broccoli cheese and broccoli and another killer turkey uh on a show south park one oh. of the earlier episodes where they had the killer turkeys uh, then yeah. on the n64 game you have to like <laughs> blaster all the turkeys yep oh and my then gosh timmy got so his funny. uh pet gobbles <laughs> gobbles uh yeah so anyway I, nice. yeah, I hope i hope you know so this if you're listening um if you want to like have some chill time thanksgiving weekend over the holiday weekend and you want to watch some like thanksgiving based horror films or, or watch some uh other fun movies about like killer foods and i just hook you up thank yeah. you rob awesome. you're welcome here as an idea so what i've been trying to do when um i i enter these shows to go on your platforms is i try to give you guys some information about people and the things we talk about. So, Rob, if you could give me a list of those movies, I'm going to put that list right in the show notes so people can go right to it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe if I'm nice, you'll thank me for putting down where you can watch them. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll let you know if it's free, too. So Yeah. And I, I um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a, quite a few more, but uh, we'll be here forever if we go through them all. So, I mean, <laughs> let's just say I, I'm glad that there's more Thanksgiving horror movies than... I thought because yeah. I don't know like I always loved Thanksgiving as a holiday just because it's like some quiet family time it's always been for me and I but I was always like it's always so quick from like Halloween to Christmas like and, true and it's about time that like Thanksgiving fought back damn it hell yeah <laughs> excellent thank you so much Rob you're welcome all the best news from him but what's really weighing me down is the undertaking question of the week with Meg the Mortician. It's Meg the Mortician here, here with the undertaking question of the week. So, Rob actually gave me this question just because of the theme of tonight, which is Thanksgiving and all that other food and killing kind of vibe we're going for. Um, so my question of the week is, if you could produce a killer food movie, what food would you pick? And, you know, tell us a little bit about the plot. <laughs> I'm going to really have to think on this one. Yeah. Does anyone want to go first? So I, I was thinking about it a little bit. Um, so it's like a play on other horror movie titles is what I'm thinking. So like, 
for example, instead of like the wicker man, I'm thinking like the wicker ham and <laughs> like where like somebody stumbles upon a cult where they just worship all like ham based foods and <laughs> like bacon and pork and like hot dogs. And, and they, they worship some like weird ham like God thing and, and they wear, wear pigs faces or something and and they, they try to sacrifice him for like the 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 coming of the second ham I don't know I like that though <laughs> that's really funny and the other one was I was thinking of it was like like the crescent rolls have eyes and so like somebody like eats crescent there's like these crescent rolls and you eat them and then they like blow up your your body kind of like what we saw in um street trash street trash and then you explode all these crescent rolls and then they like airborne and they kind of like boomerang and then they like as they're falling they're like killing people and then they're and then they're just like multiplying and and i think at the end there's like this kind of like attack of the killer tomatoes you have like this like one giant crescent roll that's just like eating like new york city with like a bunch of different eyes and and only the pillsbury doughboy can stop him Ooh, <laughs> i would love to see that fight <laughs> And the and like the Pillsbury Doughboy is like the size of the state puff marshmallow. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice. I know my my mind goes into odd places, but or like you know Attack of the Scalp Potatoes. So <laughs> uh, instead of the instead of the movie the stuff, how about the stuff thing? Mm. All the bread comes out of the back of the turkey, and, <laughs> and it's just like this blob stuffing. No, oh, watch out for the stuffing. No, so I'm like, ew, celery. <laughs> no. Who put cranberries? I in don't it? like onions. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I was thinking of like killer spaghetti. Mm. So like kind of like gremlins, because like you're not supposed to get gremlins wet. And you, yeah. If you get spaghetti wet, then it becomes alive. You know, yeah. like it looks like normal spaghetti and then it comes alive when it gets wet and then it's just like strangling people oh. in the movie so when it's like in its natural state like it it's un, it's not it's harmless right but once you boil it and it becomes like you know plastic and everything then yep. it starts crawling out of the pot somebody could fall into like a giant like pit of spaghetti right and like drowned and like it was sauce yeah. and meatballs and yeah and, and yeah and then like try that. to like cling to like a giant loaf of garlic bread or something yeah i was gonna say maybe like garlic <laughs> bread is like the the arch enemy of spaghetti <laughs> or they're kind of related because they're both a grain but yeah like i'm trying to think like the opposite opposite of spaghetti you maybe like be- a red wine <laughs> like you have to douse it in red wine <laughs> to stop the killer spaghetti and then you can do like sequels you could do like elbow pop elbow macaroni like a part two yeah or, <laughs> yeah <laughs> or like, killer spaghetti part two <laughs> like, it's like the an, elbow s- debut yeah it's like an evil italian grandmother like yes i'm gonna make more of this evil pasta oh my god yeah she's like a witch too <laughs> oh my god that'd be funny yeah that's what i thought in the in the moment of oh, this like conversation <laughs> attack of the linguini Ooh, yeah, there you go. Linguini. That's mm. a that's a thick ass boy. You don't want to mess with that. <laughs> don't even get me started on the lasagna strips. Oh, Ooh. I know, right? <laughs> Somebody like buried underneath layers of lasagna strips. Oh. Help. Nothing to worry about. That's just angel hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's just a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any other ideas? I think along the lines of um the ginger dead man. I was thinking you should um, have a baker that can make evil things out of, like, you know, pastry products and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. little gingerbread men, like, or something, and 
call it the Muffin Man. Yeah. Like totally Ooh. be horror and. There yeah. you go. Yeah, that would work really well. You can have when like, muffins bite back. <laughs> that would be a great tagline. Yeah. Instead of blueberries, there could be like little eyes. Or like um. Instead of boysenberry, it's poisonberry muffins. <laughs> oh boy. It's like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. So just the like the biggest tomato. It doesn't even have like eyes or face. It just rolls around and <laughs> it looks fake as hell. Yep. But instead, it's like a giant muffin just tumbling around the city. It's like, oh no, it's destroying buildings. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that would be really cool. And then it starts crumbling and like when it like gets killed, it just like crumbles into a billion pieces and buries like half the city or something. Mm. Oh, the plot twist. The blueberries are evil. And the blueberries start rolling out of the muffin and oh, start no. attacking people. It's almost like critters where they actually have teeth and <laughs> eyes and they get up, start running around. Oh my God. Joke's on you guys. So I'm thinking there's not enough movies about killer foods and I think we just came up with some. Yeah. What about you, Dan? Yeah. My mind instantly went to a combination of the first aliens and Thanksgiving dinner. So, like, they're all sitting around the turkey, and then all of a sudden a chestburster bursts out of the turkey. Oh, and then you yeah. see, like, the turkey just running around through the holes. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. That would be funny. Yeah, it's like, yeah, and it's like, yeah, when the, the turkey has a mind of yeah, it's like an alien turkey. That'd be really good. And then, it, like, it's turkey waddle just latches to your, your throat or something. And yeah. Oh, God. And then it shoots like acid gravy at you. <laughs> I hope some of the big producers in Movie Land are listening out there. Like, I know. Yes, yes. I know. Give us more, in- right? more ideas. <laughs> I know. I know. But I thought that was a funny. I don't know. It was, it was timely with our topic. Oh, definitely. It's super. It's, it's like a get super... the creative juices flowing. Yeah, it's a good uh, topic. It's it. It was a tough one to think about, really. Yeah. Me. I had a little time to think about it. That's the only reason why I I kind okay. of rolled, I know, rolled off the tongue. Yeah, maybe also with my spaghetti thing, it could be spaghetti on a plane, you know, yeah. instead of snakes on a plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would actually make it much more, like, that'd interesting. Be, that'd be funny, like, the evil Nona, she's on the internet. Like, I brought spaghetti. It's like in a sandwich bag or, like, one of, the, like, the freezer bags. And then just kind of like, who the hell And then Samuel spaghetti? Jackson appears. I want these goddamn spaghetti off this. I'm trying to get <laughs> sounds like PG, but motherfucking plane <laughs> it sounds so much like something charlie would do and like <laughs> it's always sunny like, what are you doing i'm driving spaghetti, I'm driving spaghetti on the plane yeah <laughs> instead of the uh, oxygen masks coming down it's just a shit more spaghetti, spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> how did that get in there <laughs> like smothering people's faces yeah oh, oh my god. god it goes in through your nose and like all your other Ooh. orifices on your face oh your ears god oh, yeah. Evil spaghetti. Now I'm, I really am afraid to eat pasta next. And now it's going to be like coming out your ears and yeah. Yeah. Ugh. The uh, protagonists are wearing colanders on their heads. Like no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> wow, that was what a, a good a, question, yeah, Rob. What a great idea. Yeah. Nice. We have a lot of fun on this. Yeah, podcast. we have a lot of fun here. Yeah, I'm surprised we took it that far. But <laughs> hey, that's a fun it's, question. It's a holiday weekend. It's Thanksgiving and. I don't know. It's it's just a fun little, you know. It's not as scary as uh, for some people to see their in-laws. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Like, that's the real horror. The in-laws. The in-laws. in-laws. Ooh, is there a movie about in-laws? I, I don't know. That would be a good movie. <laughs> it would be. It, I think it would be more of a thriller. Like, the guy's trying to tell yeah. his wife or the wife's trying to tell her husband or mm-hmm. whoever relationship, you know. And they're just like, one spouse is telling the other, just like, hey... 
your parents are da 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 like whatever they're doing that's creepy and then the other spouse like no you're fine and then come to find out it's something really crazy oh it's kind of <laughs> like get out when you think about yeah. it yeah or yeah. do you know what it also kind of reminds me of um ready or not the movie about yeah. the woman that marries into the family <gasps> they play the like, hide oh, and seek that night yep you're not officially part of the family yet you got to pick a card and that's no. the game we're gonna play and then it turns up to be a, a, a killer murder game, game. yep that would be a really good like concept like for a Thanksgiving themed movie like you know when you're going to like to meet the in-laws for the fir- first the, time. to meet the parents yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's questions, like questions like what are your intentions with my whatever child it ah! is <laughs> yeah <laughs> when are you going to get married when are you going to have kids <laughs> have you have a college fund started yet oh my god it's a trap <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, kind of describing Meet the Parents, though. <laughs> that's true, too. You're not too far off. <laughs> Different cast? You might have a horror movie right there. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Change the tone a little bit. Have some Oh, so you're music. a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. This is going much okay. further than anticipated. <laughs> All right. Well, Meg, thank you so much for your thank undertaking thank you, question Rob. of the week. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, usually, like I say, we have a record of the week, but this week we're on the record. And with us, we have one of our monsters that's been listening from the beginning. His name is Dan. Look, how old are you? 510 years old. Fuck it, Dan. I guess you can say it. Hey, guys. Hey. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Our pleasure. Glad to have you on. So yeah, I've uh, been listening since the first episode. Really like the uh, chemistry that you guys have. I like the discussions that you all have yeah. about each movie. And you guys have brought up movies that I haven't seen yet. So I've given them a watch and I really enjoy it. Nice. So what movies have you not seen that you've seen because of the podcast that you actually like really like now? Mm, I don't have a list. <laughs> of That's the okay. Ones you've um, here, let me pull it up and... Yeah, so while she pulls that up, um, again, Dan, you've been friends with all of us for some some amount of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're also a regular here at Able. Oh, yeah. That's, of course, where I met you here. Um, have you met Rob exclusively with the podcast? Or have you seen him before? Met him before? Limited. 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 Yeah. We definitely met here at Able. Yeah. A handful of times in passing. I'm reading the list now. I suggested Lights Out. Yeah, it's, thank you. That was great. Um, I realized I watched that for a second time. I was like, I don't know if I've seen that. And then I, when I watched You've it. You've actually suggested no. quite a few. Yes. And, yeah. yeah. And questions, a couple questions. questions. Yeah. Uh, so Dolls. Those, that dolls. was the one I That was saw. the one? Oh, yeah. excellent. That was a good one. I really enjoyed that one. I thought it was cool. It's short and um, just for the time and place, it was... I think the special effects were awesome. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And there was a small me in there. Yeah. There was. <laughs> I don't know. How <laughs> long have you known Meg for? Oh God! We quite, went to, quite some time. We we went to high school together. So I was a senior in a basic art class, which is like a like a typical freshman kind of filled class. But because like I didn't take it freshman year, and then when senior year came around, I accidentally got put into like photography a second time, and so then I had to find an elective. So I was like the one senior in a freshman art class and then there was two sophomores and then dan would just show up randomly in my art class all the time so that was like how like we met um but we do have um, a mutual friend josh chasey so like i've known josh since he was like since we were young and then he's known josh like forever so so when you showed up at the art class, were you supposed to be there, or were you just hanging no, out? No, no. <laughs> I just didn't want to be in study hall, and oh, I knew the I teacher really you. well. So 
Yeah. Did you works. do any art projects while you were in art class? Or probably. Kinda? I probably doodled around. Probably colored and fucked around with other people's art projects. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's pretty accurate. Yep. Well, that sounds like fun, actually. Yeah. It's, it's a good way to be constructive instead of just, like, you know, leaving the actual school and doing something crazy. Well, yeah, study hall usually blows anyways, yeah. right? No, so. yeah. Boring. Yeah. But, yeah, we have a lot in common. Horror movies, music, and all that stuff. And beer. And beer. Excellent. Yeah. Mostly beer. Yeah. We're all having a beer. I'm trying this Ecto-9 Fruited Sour Ale from 603 Brewing Company. Um, it is a uh, sour ale supposed to be inspired by Ghostbusters and Ecto Cooler, which is actually coming back out with uh, Ghostbusters Aftermath Yay. this Friday, yeah. which will be the week before this comes out. It is uh, bright green. It is. It looks like NyQuil. So. <laughs> kind of, yeah. yeah. It looks like antifreeze almost. Almost, yeah. The rest of us it's are drinking bad. Abel Ebenezer Brewing Company. Thank Sponsor. you very much. Sponsor. Felt like I was just scolded there. I'm Jesus. just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, Chris, so d- Chris and I work here. We're fine. Sorry. Okay, so we're good. fine. We're fine. We, we get fine. free beer all the time, so I was like, oh, we gotta switch it up every now and then. Yeah. I'm kidding. So I was just curious, Dan. Um, like, what are some of your favorite horror movies? Ooh, ooh. By what category? Because I really love the sci-fi ones. Mm-hmm. We got slashers. We've got. If you had like a top five, yeah. just anything. It can be like... any. It can be any subgenre. It could be any. Right now, I really love the new It's, like yeah. the remakes, mm-hmm. both versions. I think the first one with the kids is a little better. Mm-hmm. I just love that. It's almost like a coming-of-age story, and I really dig it. Absolutely. Um, Grave Encounters is really good. I like the premise there. Um, trying to think of another one. You said you like do you like a sla- you like the slasher ones or? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Those are always great. Jason. Jason. Or Friday the 13th. So, all right. So, what's do you have like a favorite Friday the 13th one? Like, is there one? Like, is there like one final girl you like the best out of all the final <laughs> girls? No, I think if I had to pick one, it would just be that the first, the first one, one, very first yeah, one, fantastic. Yeah. With like Mrs. Voorhees and yep. Kevin Bacon. Yep. Love Kevin Bacon. Yeah. And it's a good one. It's definitely on my top 10. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I don't know what they did with Jason X. I, that uh, one's so. I, <laughs> I wasn't a fan of that one. No. Although no, it does ridiculous. have that really good, that one really good kill with the, the in the sleeping bag. That well, that no, when the girl's face gets put in the. Uh, I I did find that one really cool. It was like yep. the liquid nitrogen, yeah. and then smashed it. Smashes By it. the way, did you know that the mom in the series Chucky, she was in Jason X. She was no. like one of the only survivors in that oh, movie. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah, I won't ruin anything, but yes, she was. She was in that movie. Cool. I, I mean, I grew up with the Friday the 13th, you know, and I grew up with Nightmare on Elm Street and, and all that good stuff. So I, I really do Michael Myers and, and yeah. but Friday the 13th. I think my one of my I think I like the first four. Like, those are like my favorite. And I, I really do like um, this parts of part three that I love and part two and, and part four with like Corey Feldman. is. Yeah. I love Corey Feldman. I always break him up into three separate like you know entities so there's obviously the first four then you have five which i won't ruin but that's different <laughs> and then you have six seven eight which isn't as great as one through four but they're like their own kind yeah, of like yeah. chapters i guess because you know people want to make money so why not just keep the damn thing going yeah True. so yeah. yeah cool but we're yeah. glad to have you as a, a guest i mean and, and you are 
I mean, between the questions of the week and movie recommendations, like it's just it's good to have not just a friend but a fan on as well. And, yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. And, yeah. And enjoy the experience with us and you know, and enjoying this. So you're like you're like part of our creative development team. Yeah, kind of. I'm just in the background. I'm the idea man. Yeah, we love Dan it. Also, we love it. Yeah, Dan also helps with Litter Crew too. Oh, excellent! Oh, that's yeah, right. he's definitely a big part of Litter Crew. Uh, yeah. How long have you been part of the Litter Crew scene for? Since the beginning, uh, past, uh, couple, past year or two. I think it was last right. year that we started doing it and got really involved with it. It started with, "Hey, you get a free beer after you pick up trash," and then we we went to every like event, and <laughs> yeah, here we are. Yeah. 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 Awesome. It's Still just a small fun. motivator, but you guys. Well, we definitely so. we definitely want you to keep those ideas and questions coming. Yeah. Um, because you you do. I mean, there are so many. Because you yeah, it was a. Uh, I think you did. You also recommended Midsummer to us, right? I think that one was. There was two no, of them. I, I, think so. I think that was my pick. Yeah, yeah there were like two one. of them. Um, I thought there were two movies that you had recommended, but I. I but definitely that one movie, and then those questions of the week. Lights and out, and then, yeah, yeah I really out. loved Lights Out. That was a really good movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed that. The premise of yeah. it. Yeah. I, I really... And, I'm, and I jumped a lot during that movie. Me I, too. I jumped like four <laughs> or five times. And I'm not a jumpy person. I was jumpy all week after I watched that movie. I was afraid <laughs> to go to sleep, actually, after I watched that movie. Because I thought Diana was going to be in my doorway oh when my I woke God, up. I know, yeah. <laughs> well, I was trying to act all stonewall. Like, I'm like, I'm a tough guy. I can handle one, it. i tell you what. I'm like, Diana's going to try to get me. Ah! Goodness. So, no. Thank you for your inputs. I mean, it's 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 awesome. Yeah. And when Meg told me that this week's uh, movie was going to be Thanksgiving, I had to. Yeah. This movie is. <laughs> this, uh, it's just, something. Just, uh, uh, yeah, it's something. I uh, can't <laughs> wait to get into this. We're going to get into that in a moment. But, um, but yeah, I've always seen. You know what's funny? I've always mixed up this movie with Poultrygeist. Oh. And I'm like, wait, this one isn't a trauma movie. Which one's the, And then I watched it, and by golly, we're going to talk about that. And, um, yeah, it was. Uh, Something else. <laughs> Just awesome. to, for lack of a better yeah. word. Buckle up, friends. So, Dan, what got you into horror movies? Oh, God. I've always loved horror movies. Like, since I was like eight or nine, I'd be watching them. Um, you know, little nine-year-old Dan, full beard, chest hair. Just... <laughs> You're like the kid from Pete and Pete that can grow a full beard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, just glued to the sci-fi channel. I loved every Halloween um, every October when they did their 31 days of Halloween so that's what really got me started on it and, and you like the science fiction ones too you said yes so what are your thoughts so um, about science fiction movies involving like giant insects oh they're amazing okay. you mean not like um, what is it uh, Starship Troopers yeah <laughs> but like ones from like the 70s oh. where the special effects aren't that good I haven't seen too many of those, but Starship Troopers, uh, you, how can you go wrong? Those are great movies. So I'll have to give you some recommendations of like the sci-fi horror movies of like the the from the, like the seventies, you know, because Starship Troopers and stuff. Those all those those movies today, they all got ideas from someplace, right? And they mm-hmm. all have just like all these other horror movies, like when we reviewed Scream, they use earlier movies from the fifties or sixties yeah. or seventies and so some of the um, the science fiction movies, the horror science fiction from the seventies and sixties, some of them are like like the creature double features and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're Ooh. they're they're cheesy, but they're they're entertaining nonetheless. Like yeah. 
One of my favorites is uh, Empire of the Ants, and it's about like giant ants that attack mm-hmm. Joan Collins. Oh. You know, mm-hmm. now that you said that, I watched Eight-Legged Freaks the other week. I yeah. haven't seen that movie in so long. I that, know. Scarlett that, Johansson is in that. Yeah. It, it's wild it's like, to see her so young. Like Jerry, Jerry McConnell's in it, I yes. think. And yes. Orlando, he was in um, Mad TV. Yeah, Orlando and he was, Bloom. And he was the, yeah, no, not Orlando. Orlando Jones. Um, no, Orlando. but he was also the uh, Make Seven Up Yours guy. If you guys yeah. remember that from back <laughs> yeah. in the day, yeah. that was when Matt TV was big. Mm. But yeah, that was that's a good movie. It's, oh, it is. It's, it's fantastic. It's, and they B, just put it... it's such a B movie, underrated. For but in the time, it was like one of those things where your friends would have the VHS or the DVD. Like, dude, yeah. look what I got! And either you're a huge fan of it, or you don't know damn yeah. thing about it. Well, yeah. they just put it on Netflix, and that's what got yeah. me to be like, oh, yep, yep, we're watching I'll that have right now. I to watch now. it because I don't know a damn thing about it's, it. I think it's on the same level as Mars Attacks. Not not the, not as good as Mars Attacks, yeah. but if you like Mars Attacks, it's a good follow-up. Oh, I like Mars yeah, Attacks. Yeah, because you have, like, you have like even like the Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which like was like a 50s like science fiction horror movie, but like the 1978 version with like uh, Jeff Goldblum and... Mm-hmm. Um, and like Donald Sutherland, it is creepy as fuck, and it's it's but it's really well done. And you know, sometimes you wonder if like yeah, the people pod the pod people are gonna take over the world. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so yeah, as we as we progress on our podcast uh, series, I, I definitely want to gauge your interest on someone because I'm old school. I mean, because mm-hmm. I'm older, I'm not gonna lie. Um, just gauge your, your. I'd love to hear like because Megan's been great, you know, giving me the feedback on some of the older horror movies that we've watched. So I'll be interested to see like straight jacket well. blew me away. Yeah. And that was yeah. like probably one of the oldest ones yeah. we reviewed. Yeah. And that one blew me away. And I had never seen a Joan Crawford movie. I only saw the movie about her and it, that was my favorite older one so far. Yeah. The real question is which one's scarier, mommy dearest? Or... Oh, definitely mommy dearest. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't Cortina. even get out the last, yeah. <laughs> no, last movie because I'm why? laughing. Hey guys. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, everybody enjoy Thanksgiving except Christina. There's like, Aww. so if you go on Facebook, there's all these like memes. So it's like, yeah, Merry Christmas except Christina. And oh like, <laughs> well, the, have you, the, there's like a meme, the Disney Pixar movie Coco, where it's like, Happy Day of the Dead except to Ernesto de la Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> so, I but, guess um, that's not nice. No, so I I just be like curious as we as we review other movies up down the road, like just. Especially yeah. some of the older ones, like just what your like, just your feedback on them, like whether you love them or you don't like them or it wasn't for you or just oh, I really like that one, like yeah, because I'm always interested in because I am really enjoying a lot of the newer stuff that you guys are bringing to the table, and I'm always trying to like watch newer stuff, um, but some of the old stuff, I mean, it's just I love rewatching some of that stuff. And Chris, yeah. you're like in the middle yeah 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 so that's why our chemistry is i think so good and meg meg likes a lot more of the newer newer stuff while i'm more apprehensive to it but i dive more into like between where rob likes to pick and where she likes to pick so i'm like late 70s early 90s and then meg's like mid 90s to like today and then Mm -hmm. rob's more like the 60s 70s early 80s so it's like it's a good mix. You know? It, it, it is. And Covers our bases. And usually, I've probably seen something he likes, he's probably seen something I like, and Meg gets us into something that we've never seen. Yeah. And it's it's a good learning experience for all of us. Yeah, so. I feel like I realized... Good my experiences. Co- I realized, like, my, my top ten horror movies are all, like, 
from like the mid 90s to like the mid no, I'm sorry the mid 70s to the mid 80s pretty much so yeah is there a movie from the 60s and 70s that you would love to see remade um not off the top of my head I mean in terms of because a lot of them that I, I really do like have been remade already um but just off the top of my head is I wouldn't mind seeing some of the Vincent Price stuff remade because like, it's like Mask the, of the Red Death. Yeah, because some of those are really good. There's there's one, um, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but I mean it's it, it's so good. He's such a creepy dude, and and mm. and um, some of the movies because of their um, because they're older and the quality. I would love to see them actually almost like um, kind of like they did with the other the other movies like on Blu-ray or, or like uh, like restore restore them some of them because some of them are kind of grainy and, and stuff and I'm sure like there's a lot of them now that have been um, but like the last time I saw, I saw some of them they they were like still kind of like uh, grainy and, and diluted but like there's there's some really good ones from like the 60s um, with Vincent Price that I, I really do like um but I, I would definitely like. There's some in the in the from the 70s that, like, I wouldn't mind if they remade. Like, I'd, I'd be curious to see like if they remade Taurus Trap, like, because I love that movie. Hmm. And and uh, well, like the Funhouse. Yeah, yeah, and and some from the even the early 80s. Like, there's um, one from 1980 called uh, He Knows You're Alone, and it's um. The cast isn't really too familiar, but Tom Hanks has a small role in it, and yeah. yep. and um, the the daughter from National Lampoon's, um, the original Vacation. Okay, yeah. Dana, I think her yeah. name's Dana. She plays Audrey. Yeah, plays Audrey, yeah. and it's about a, a serial killer that kills brides to be before they get married. So wow, it's it's yeah, and it's just that's a different niche and. But it's really well done. So some of those like eighties, early eighties, like horror movies, they've made they've remade a lot of them already, like prom night and if I were to pick, I would like to see Alice Sweet Alice get remade. Oh yeah, why didn't I think of that? Make it more of like I don't know, it, I'm not saying like it's droll or anything like that, but just 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 the time, like it's very vintage looking nowadays anyway mm. like you know technology's only gone so far since you know when they filmed it mm. but um but yeah it's a great movie it's a terribly underrated slash oh, movie is, if yeah. you've never seen Alice Sweet Alice I know we should definitely review that at some point yeah. but yeah. hey there's a lot more movies so guys hang on we do have stuff planned for the rest of this year and we'll let you know about that later on the podcast but anyway um but yeah I would like to see that kind of that's yeah not just restored but like maybe a little brighter yeah then, you know yeah and i agree like some of the vincent price movies are, it's, I, that's kind of like my same my same thought process with that is yeah just yeah just, but there's some of those like some hammer films and even universe like so like universal monster movies it's been such a bomb to remake those mm. or even re you know re-enter those into mm. today's universe and then i feel like that would be the same thing for hammer because hammer's yeah. basically the british version of yeah universal. yeah so. But that's a really good one. I would love to see that remade. Because that was my Halloween costume this year. I don't know if you saw. It was the killer from Alice Sweet Alice. And a lot of people didn't know what it was, but it creeped them the fuck out. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. 
Well, Dan, thank you so much thank for you. being on here. Of course. We'll definitely Anytime. have to have you on again. Dan the man. We are not done with the podcast yet. Nope. Because we're going to get into our main course. Haha. <laughs> we are going to be reviewing Thanks Killing from 2008. That's <laughs> Thanks. That's T plus Tom Hanks. Uh, capital K for Killing. Um, this movie's unrated. Um, not a long movie. 70 minutes. So yep. very quick. Thank quick God. watch. Yeah. <laughs> Thank if you. it were any longer, I don't know if I would have made it through. <laughs> I know I'll never get that time back, but <laughs> we'll yeah. talk more about that later. Uh, it was directed by Jordan Downey. He also did Thanks Killing 3. No, there's not a Thanksgiving Thanks Killing 2, but we'll talk about that in the uh, in the um, the um, the facts. Okay. Um, he also did Critters, Bounty Hunter, and he also worked on The Headhunter. And he's the voice of the main villain, Turkey. T-U-R-K-I-E. <laughs> I'll explain more about that, too, in the facts. All right. the fun facts part. Um, it was also written by Jordan Downey, but it was also, but there was also another couple of writers, including Kevin Stewart, who was also writing for Thanks Killing 3 and The Headhunter. We're going into another pattern here. Um, and Bradley Schultz, who, did, uh, who helped out with additional dialogue. I don't know why. But he also worked on Gay of Thrones. And Rob Gronkowski, erotic fan fiction with Charlotte McKinney and Rob Gronkowski. Okay. Wow. Okay, then. <laughs> so those listening, you know what uh, realm we're entering right now. All right. So on to the cast. The Naked Pilgrim, played by Wanda Lust. She was in Thanksgiving. I'm sorry. Thanks Killing 3. And um, I just put in brackets porn because she's a porn star. And yeah. She starred in a lot it's of porn. It's kind of in her name, Wanda uh, Lust. If you would like to know which, um, which films she's in in the adult it's- film industry, uh, go on IMDb. So is that a real last name, you think? No, it's probably her know. stage land, stage <laughs> name. <laughs> Allie, played by Natasha Cordova. She was also in Kung Fu Femmes and Legend of Common. Kristen, played by Lindsay Anderson. She was in Terra Firmer. Johnny, played by Lance Predmore. He was in Elementary, an education in death. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking like... Yeah, this elementary. is Troy McClure. Um, <laughs> you might know me from Elementary, an education in death. Um, <laughs> Billy, he's played by Aaron Ringheiser Carlson. This is his only um, credit. Uh, Darren, played by Ryan E. Francis. He was in Saturday Night Pillow Fights, The Biker Warrior Babe versus the zombies ba- Zombie Babies from Hell. Oscar the Hermit, played by General Bastard. He, did a- he also did additional mu- music for this movie. He doesn't have any other acting credits. Um... Sheriff Roud, played by Chuck Lamb. He was also in The Mitchell Tapes, Text, and The Essentials. Cheryl the, mom, Cheryl the Stepmom, played by Pat Love. Uh, she was also in the movie Girl Missing. Johnny's Mom, played by Jessica Reese. She was in um, Dangerous, which is a TV series, and 2506. Johnny's Dad, they really tried with the names here, yeah. uh, by Terry Regan, also only credit. And Allie's boyfriend, Kevin Stewart, uh, he was in Thanks Killing 3. Uh, music by Kashmir Royale. Um, he also did the music and score for the movie Won't Back Down. And we hmm. can't forget Jake, who played Flashy the dog. Aww. Oh. <laughs> and True. then for a synopsis, I tried my best here. <laughs> As a group of friends get stranded on the side of the road during college break, a killer turkey follows them home on a mission to kill them and anyone in his way. He will stop at nothing. (laughs) (laughs) So, fun facts about the movie. Depends how fun they are for you. 
the infamous the infamous opening scene with Wanda Lust was shot without a permit in a public park. Oh, shocker! Yep, we'll talk more about that in the spoilers. <laughs> uh, the opening scene was originally written and planned to be much more extravagant, involving an entire Native American and Pilgrim dinner scene. Time and money quickly ran out, and the scene was never shot. Yeah, they ran out of their $10 budget. Yes. I was going to say, it surprises me that this movie had a budget. (laughs) Somebody greenlit this. Yep. (laughs) That sounds like uh, Patton Oswalt's take on um, Deathbed, the bed that eats people. Listen to that. Uh, Yeah, that's real. Um, There were no deleted scenes in Thanksgiving. The only scene shot that did not end up in the final film was a flashback dream scene completely... Impro- in com- completely improved on set where Darren runs through a cornfield. <laughs> uh, no one wanted to distribute the film at first, so the filmmakers sold the DVD on Amazon themselves. It took a year to sell 1,000 copies. The central tagline, Gobble, gobble, motherfucker, was thought of before the movie's actual plot. So nothing was thought up of until they came up with some, wow. some tagline. While think- writing the script, and even though... F- and even through filming, creators Kevin Stewart and Jordan Downey always tried to come up with a name for the killer turkey. But nothing ever stuck. In the end, they simply referred to him as Turkey in the film. In 2012, while raising funds for the sequel, they again wanted to find a proper name for the character. They finally settled on simply Turkey, T-U-R-K-I-E, instead of just Turkey like a <laughs> normal spelled. <laughs> the original puppet for Turkey was designed and built by director Jordan Downey. He sculpted and built most of the puppet in the ba- bathroom of his apartment at the time. The Turkey puppet was built primarily of leftover special effects supplies. The body was a foam turkey hunting decoy. It was shot in 11 days. Shocker. Um, wow. Ryan E. Francis, who plays Darren in the movie, is the drummer for the band Overrated. One of Overrated songs can be heard on the radio when the kids are in the Jeep. The creators also copyrighted the title Death Turkey as a potential title for the overseas release in countries that do not celebrate Thanksgiving. Oh. Kind of smart marketing on that part. Oh, definitely. Mm. Um, Before deciding on Thanksgiving, creators Kevin Stewart and Jordan Downey tossed around another idea for a holiday slasher set during Easter called Extravakill. Extravakill. That would be kind of like maybe exploding Easter eggs or something. Maybe, or an evil bunny, or a yeah. chick. Who knows? Get on that, people. <laughs> Although to- commonly mistaken, the proper title treatment is Thanks Killing, all one word with a capital K for killing. Additions were held in Jordan Downey's garage. However, Lindsay Anderson, who plays Kristen, came at the recommendation of Ryan E. Francis. The filmmakers first met her in a donut shop that discussed the movie only days prior to shooting. Troy Smith's budget for the special effects was only a few hundred dollars. Did not look like a few hundred dollars. Um, (laughs) Sorry, spoiler. Uh, (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, The camping scenes were impromptu, done outside of an abandoned Wendy's on the outskirts of New Haven, New Jersey. I don't think anyone's going to want to watch this movie by the time I'm done. Oh, God. Uh, Some of you will anyway. (laughs) You need to. We appreciate it. You have all of our love. Uh, General Bastard drove from Michigan to film his part over a few days. You look like you look like you have heartburn, Megan. Like you, I, it sounds I mean, like you had too much cranberry sauce or something. I didn't even have cranberry today, but yeah, <laughs> you know this movie. Um, just can't wait to bring get the tums. Into it. You're gonna yep. need it. Yeah. So uh, one thing, uh, you know, just the fact that like you know, it's, it's, you know, they had a sequel come out of it, but also like a, um, apparently they had like a Thanksgiving musical come out of it too, which was like kind of like Evil Dead the musical. Yeah. So like, I mean, it did eventually. 
take off. Probably, you know, it's probably in the same lines as like Troll 2. You know, it's yeah. just so awful. You know, that it, like it's one of those like. So, Troll 2, they made like a documentary called The Best Worst Movie Ever Made. And it's just like, you know, it's like a train wreck, right? Or a car accident. You can't take your eyes off of it. And it's just, yeah, it, it's. But just the fact that it had like. The, like thanks killing the musical the, the sold out crowds Damn. i mean yeah i'd hate to see the choreography in it but. <laughs> i mean i think this movie is something you gotta watch with friends and not alone because it's just so bad like it is it's, yeah. and it's something you throw on and like just have on as noise and laugh at all the really bad parts yeah or after some a couple parts of drinks we'll talk about i don't know you need to watch this movie and make it a drinking game that's the only way you can get through it. <laughs> I didn't think of that. That's a good idea. And then, like, force your in-laws to watch it, too, or something. It's oh part God. of the Thanksgiving, like, punishment. That's when they tell your spouse, <laughs> like, this is it. We're not coming over anymore. We're making it a tradition. <laughs> so, like, so like I watched this movie last night, and Casey's like, oh, yeah, don't you get to watch your movie for the podcast? I'm like, yeah. She's like, what are you watching? Thanks, Killing. Not interested. Okay, I didn't think you would be, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I made my roommate or she want I asked her if she wanted to watch the movie with me and she did and we were we were both on the same page about about where we stood about this movie. <laughs> but well, uh, it is not a long movie like I said it's only just a little bit past an hour. The 70 minutes also includes the credits and um whatever time you take to go to the fridge to get something to eat or do another hobby. Um before we get into the spoilers, any final thoughts by any of you guys before we go in? No, I am ready to sit down for turkey dinner. Yeah, I'm ready to just talk about it because that's quite interesting. <laughs> this sounds like a therapy session. A little bit. <laughs> I, I'm just ready to talk about things and get this off my chest. Yeah. So I, I apologize to Fred. It was my idea. So. <laughs> it's, no, no, no. It, it's okay. It's funny, though. We're going to rate and watch all sorts of movies. And again, not just Dan giving us suggestions, but we want you guys to give us suggestions, too. The best, the worst, whatever. We'll go over it. We'll give it some stones or a stone, depending on what the movie is. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Any any final thoughts, Dan? No, I'm ready to talk about it. All right. So we're going to be playing the trailer to Thanks Killing from 2008. After that, we're going to get into spoiler mode. So please, uh, if you don't want anything spoiled about this movie, go watch it now. And then an hour and a so later, you can come back and listen to the rest of this. Right. If you just choose to not watch this movie, yeah, that's fine too. Uh, we enjoy you guys listening. So feel free to just go through the podcast. Yeah. So here is the trailer to thanks killing from 2008. settlement of Kralberg, an old Indian by the name of Feathercloud was dishonored by a pilgrim. Feathercloud necromanced a turkey. A turkey that would stop at nothing to get what he wanted. To kill. Everything's gonna be okay. You don't believe me, do you? I do believe you. There's no such thing as an evil turkey. There's no such thing as an evil turkey. This little baby bunny got its stomach not open 
by a beak. Not just any beak. A turkey beak. There's no such thing as an evil turkey. There's... No such thing as an evil turkey. Oh, wait. I lied. You just got stop. Remember, if you haven't seen the movie yet, now's uh, the time to Spoilers. turn back. Yeah, go baste your turkey. Like, go check on your cornbread or, or your green bean casserole and and then come back to us. Yeah. Um, so the so the, the, the movie takes place right in the very beginning. And, and if you see, like, the video boxes or the, the ad, it says, like, boobs in the first second. Yeah. And so that's what you get. Like right in the first shot is titties out. It's just tits. Boobs. It's, the just beginning titties. is just tits. <laughs> just boobs. So, so at the first Thanksgiving in 1621, a topless pilgrim is slain with a tomahawk wielded by an evil demonic turkey who quips, "Nice tits, bitch." Um, so, for me, like that was like the best part of the opening scene is the boobies. And so for a gay guy, that's not saying much, (laughs) but, um, so that's like a, just a quick scene. This, this pilgrim gets axed or something. So centuries later, five college students, good girl, Kristen, jock, Johnny, ditzy, Allie, redneck, Billy, and nerdy Darren head home to Kralberg, formerly Kralberg for Thanksgiving with their families. And it, there's some funny dialogue along the way. So. It's, it's not good dialogue. It's like, oh, I can't wait to get home. And then, like, I forget which characters, but he runs. He just tears his shirt like the oh, Hulk, yeah. but looks like he's about to fail. He's like, oh, oh, I can't wait for so-and-so to see my titties. It was Darren. <laughs> they Darren. called it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I wasn't sure if it was high school or college. It's college. Really? Yeah. It just seems so immature. I don't mm. know. I get it, but I don't know. Maybe they were freshmen. <laughs> Fair. You know, they're, the actors are supposed to be college students. Johnny looks older than a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're probably all like in their 30s, but. Um, yeah, so, like, so for example, like some of the funny dialogue is. Like, Johnny's a second-string football star at college, and, and he keeps telling Darren to, like, feel my bicep muscle. And and, and then Billy's like, hey, Darren, I got a muscle you can touch. And and then they're on their, their way to um, – so so Johnny's driving everybody home for Thanksgiving and, and dropping them off along the way. And, and they're all talking about, like, what they're thankful for. And Billy says to Darren, I'm thankful your bum's got the juiciest poon in town. <laughs> and uh, – Darren is like, I'm going to have sex this weekend, and for once, and for once, it's going to not be with myself. It's going to be with someone in this car. I'm going to be the be the one doing the sexting for a change. And and Allie's like, Well, I'm a prude. And and Billy's like, Allie, you're a hoe. Not gonna lie, you're pretty skanky. And Allie's like, I'm not a hoe, right, Johnny? 
And, and Kristen says, oh, please, Allie, your legs are harder to shut than the John Benet Ramsey case. Oh, I thought that was a really funny quote. Yeah. <laughs> and it comes up two more times in this movie. Oh, it does? Spoiler. I didn't notice. <laughs> I, kept, I kept count because I kept being like, Really? Again? <laughs> I was like, they couldn't think of another fucking line. They oh. used it three times. I swear. Anyways. I, know. <laughs> I didn't notice, so. Enough yeah. with the leftovers, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we then see like a short scene with a hermit named Oscar. And he's hanging out at a shack in the woods with his dog, Flashy, who goes off to do some dog sniffing. And the pooch pees on a miniature totem pole, desecrating it and releasing turkey prematurely from his resting place who then pees back on the dog and then uh, out of anger turkey kills flashy and you don't really see it but you know that he just got axed yeah so meanwhile the movie takes us to the home of sheriff Roud, and first of all i'm like right away i'm like nice sheriff's hat like i mean like i know it was like a low budget movie but, like, where the fuck did you get the hat? Like, Not only you... that, did you notice his mustache is a costume mustache? Oh. Yes. Yep. It was very obvious. <laughs> the sheriff was my favorite character of the whole movie. I, I'm with you on that. He was pretty comical. And I'm just like, God, can you at least get... How, how much effort does it take you to get, like, a... Like, I don't know, like, a, a law enforcement hat on loan or something? I don't know. Like, I just... I just thought it was, like, tacky. So, anyway... He drinks a co- cup of coffee prepared by his wife, and he spits it out, and he's like, Damn it, Cheryl! This coffee tastes like shit! What did you do? Take a dump in it? And his wife turns around. As a matter of fact, I sure did. I want a fucking divorce. And she puts down the coffee pot, and you can basically obviously see like two big like turds in the coffee pot. The Snickers bars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. They kind of look like Milky Ways. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. But, I don't know. But like, I actually thought that like, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I thought Me that was, either. I got a chuckle out of that. And um, so she walks away and Kristen calls her father who, who happens to be, you know, the sheriff in town. And she tells him that she's on her way home and the dad's like, okay, honey. And, and he's like, by the way, your stepmama just left me. And uh, the cheap the jeep overheats, forcing the quintet to camp out for the night. And Allie's like, "I know it's a flat tire." And you know, meanwhile, the 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 engine is like yeah. steaming. So this was like confusing. So like, I know they're they're all like, "Woo, Thanksgiving break!" And then they're talking about what they're going to do like how they're gonna go camp out or whatever but like at the same time when Kristen's on the phone with her dad she's like yeah I'll be home soon so there's like there's a lot of inconsistencies and I was like so did they have a plan in place or were they going home to their families for Thanksgiving it was so confusing I don't know the dialogue I paid attention and I just was like what is happening I don't think I don't think they had a plan for this movie at all. That's but. fair. So yeah, I, they were like, "Woo, Thanksgiving break. We're gonna go drink beers and get drunk, get and have wasted. sex." And yeah. then Kristen's like, "Yeah, Dad, I'll be home in a little bit." Or, and I'm like, "No, you're, I thought you were on the trip." They were like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna go on this trip." They did not go very far, but okay. No, and I mean to be fair, they did have a tagline before the actual plot, so that's true. But yeah. Anyways, continue. <laughs> <laughs> so as they're so as they're they're so setting up camp for the night, Darren finds an old Crawberg sign on the ground and tells the 
settler settler era folktale of Feathercloud, a Native American shaman who was dishonored by hedonistic pilgrim Chuck Langston, one of Billy's ancestors. So I didn't know in like 1621 they used name names like Chuck. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. I mean, it'd be Charles at best. <laughs> yeah. Or like, yeah, or like, like. Like Ezekiel or something, you know, or, or Hezekiah. Zebediah. Yeah, Zebediah. <laughs> Not shock. <laughs> so the outraged feather cloud uses necromancy to create Turkey, who is said to appear every 505 years to slaughter all Caucasians he encounters and scares Kristen. And, and Darren is like, he is a turkey who will stop at nothing to kill. This has been studied and documented by all the country's top turkeyologists. It will be 505 years and 45 minutes, actually. And Kristen and, and Allie are also, meanwhile, are vying for Johnny's infe- uh, attention and affection. And they're both kind of like, I want, I want some of him. And um, but I, I, I love the turkeyologist. I did not know that was a <laughs> scientific profession. Sam, I went to school for the wrong thing. So I, I think I'm gonna go back to school and study chickenology, and and then maybe get like a, like a. a like a sub degree in like a minor in yeah, like turkey. A, yeah, a minor in turkeyology or, or like pork and and just you know. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. You learn something new every day. Right. And so meanwhile, we jump back to the hermit who finds his dead dog axed by the turkey. And Turkey's like I accidentally axed your dog. And this prompts Oscar to swear vengeance at as Turkey runs off and he's like, Damn you, Turkey Damn you. <laughs> and so meanwhile, Kristen remembers she forgot to call her dad back and she's got no cell phone reception. So she goes off to try to get a better signal and is confronted by Turkey. And, you know, she's like, there's no such thing as a killer Turkey. There's no such thing as a killer Turkey. And, and he responds, there's no such thing as a killer Turkey. And he's like, oh, I lied. And she like screams for like, I don't know, a full minute. And he's like, shut the fuck up, stupid bitch. I'm going to drink your blood like cranberry sauce. And then she runs away. And Kristen goes to tell the others about her running with Turkey. And they laugh off her story. And she's like, screw you, Johnny. And then she runs on to her tent. And, of course, Allie's like, you can screw me, Johnny. <laughs> so then okay, I'll... Was... Okay, Slutness Everdeen. I know. Calm down. I know. <laughs> it was borderline... Um, it was borderline softcore porn at best. Oh, yeah. Would it... Would the movie have been better if they just went for the porn? Probably. Probably. Because <laughs> then yeah. we'd forget about the plot and be like, all right. they." And it explains it's the back. Everybody's yeah. happy at the end. And then, yeah. Yeah. Bada boom, bada bing. So then all of a sudden, like, this is so random. Like, a baby rabbit lands into the campfire. It's, like, airborne. And it, like, basically comes out of nowhere. And you can almost hear, like, a, a cartoon voice as it's flying in the air. And it's like, Woo! And, Yeah. <laughs> and, and and then it lands in, like, the, their campfire. And Allie's like, Oh, look, a baby bunny. Do you think it's okay? And I'm like thinking it's... to myself, well, I'll just land it in the freaking fire. I don't think it's okay. Allie's character it's is burning. really hard to relate to like, when obvi- you have an yeah. IQ above 10. Like, so. I know she's supposed to be like the dumb girl, but. <laughs> she also points it out at one point. Yeah. In the movie. And, and, and then Darren's like looking at the at the bunny in the fire. And, and he concludes, concludes that the bunny had to have been pecked to death with its. Stomach not opened by a large turkey beak. And I'm like, that's like a, a pretty specific inclusion considering the like the bunny is 
literally on fire. And, and you know, you're like, yes, it's, it's his stomach has been gnawed open by a large turkey be- beak. And so the group starts looking a little concerned. And Johnny's like, this shit happens all the time in the woods. And it's like, yeah, I remember exactly the last time I went camping and a bunny came out of nowhere and landed in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> and so the next morning, Billy's sleeping outside in his sleeping bag at the campsite and is startled awake by the hermit who tells him he saved his life from turkey and points out the large turkey droppings on his chest. And those definitely didn't look like giblets. So <laughs> I was just wondering if that, that was like real turkey turd, but they kind of look like the um, beef jerky nuggets. Yeah. Like, or kibble or some like yeah. dog food. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, is that real turkey turd? He's like, oh, ooh. <laughs> and, uh, so the kids get back on the road, and, and Billy, actually Billy voices his concern about the killer turkey being real, and it's scoffed at by Johnny. And and Allie's like, well, you're a freak, but I, I do believe you. And Kristen, like, apologizes to Johnny for, quote-unquote, being beaked out, beaked out that <laughs> the night before. And so the next day, hitchhiking, turkey flags down a vehicle, and the driver sexually propositions him. The driver asks. The driver asks. <laughs> By the way, I didn't add this guy to the actors list, but he has uh, other credits. Role. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, poor Megan. The look in Megan's face is priceless right now. Uh, yep. So the next day, yeah. So he comes across the hitchhiker, picks him up, and asks, "Ask gas or grass?" Turkey says, "I got no gas, so I guess I'll take ass." And the driver says, "Now that's what I call a tight ass." No. <laughs> And Turkey responds by shooting the man in the head and hijacking the car. So, he makes him get on the phone with his daughter. Yeah, I know, right? And then he blows his head off. Yeah. The, <laughs> and, uh, oh, and, and, <laughs> oh, my God. Ah! This is getting so dark. He unzipped and everything, too, like before the gun was pulled. And I was, oh. I was mm, yeah. And I didn't know turkeys could drive. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like. Uh, Toonses, the driving cat. That's right. Oh, right. oh yeah. Toonses, oh, the driving cat. Why can't turkeys drive? You make a good point. Yeah. Well, yeah. Me, me and my roommate were watching. And I was like, how is his legs going to reach the pedals? <laughs> <laughs> Has uh, anything else made sense in this movie? Oh, so yeah. How can he reach the pedals? Right. Good point. No. I don't know. Maybe so, use the shotgun uh, for the gas. I don't oh, know. Oh, my gosh. So by nightfall, the students reach their respective homes and Johnny drops off Allie, who first, you know, who says, thanks, Johnny, for the ride. And, and, and she like, you know, she flirts with him and Billy's like, yeah, you know, she definitely wants to get with you. And once again, Chris, Kristen says, you know, she tries that with everyone. Her legs are harder to close than the John, John Benet Ramsey case. case. And I'm like, what? I'm like, did I? I'm like, I had, I had like pause for a moment because I'm like. Didn't they say that already? I told you. I feel like you could come up with other analogies and funny things to say. And what was even worse this time around, they actually paused and like, like Billy and Johnny actually respond like they never heard the joke before. They were like, oh yeah, burn. And, and I was like, oh my gosh. So Johnny tries to reconnect with his estranged father at his house on the porch. And he, you know, he lies and tells his dad he's, back as the, the quarterback on the first string football team because apparently his dad was like really pissed that he was only on the second string and wouldn't talk to him so apparently that's the only way to receive his dad's love. As if he's first string. Yeah, yeah. I guess football Sad. is all that matters but 
So Turkey attacks dear old dad, cutting his head off and, and tossing it to Johnny, telling him to go deep. And Johnny runs inside the house to find his mom gutted with her eyes gauged, gouged out. And he gets into his Jeep and takes off to warn his friends. And then he begins like sobbing. He's like, no more pumpkin pie. No more cranberry sauce. And I'm like, what about your mom and dad, you asshole? <laughs> like, I, I, you I know, by that as well. The lack of response to his parents being murdered in front of him. Yeah, because I'm sure they're like really disappointed because they won't be having cranberry sauce or pumpkin pie too because they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so meanwhile at Allie's house, the, the skank is, is banging some random dude and Turkey intervenes, cutting his throat. And... His name is Graham. Oh, Graham? Is it? Yeah, I, I and couldn't that's remember. That's her boyfriend. In real life? Yeah, well, in the movie, yeah. Oh. I was trying to figure that out. I'm like, who is this guy? And why is she like banging him? And, like, or it's uh, one of her boyfriends. Yeah, he's credited as her boyfriend. Yeah, I just, I remember her saying something like, I, she called him Graham. Because like, he's like, your parents are home. And she's like, oh, Graham, like they're cool. Yeah, Whatever. I thought she said Bennett. Some, yeah, I was trying to find out the name. I couldn't understand it. And I was like, you know, so she's banging the guy. And, and, and after he's dead, like, so Allie's in the doggy style position and apparently doesn't realize like what's going on and that her boyfriend has been killed. So Turkey kind of inserts himself in the situation. <laughs> and, That's and, a way to say it. Yeah. And to finish, to finish the deed. And upon completion, you know, Allie's like, you always finish too fast. And she turns around and screams when she finds out she just had sex with the Turkey and Turkey goes, you just got stuffed. And, and, and she <sighs> screams and, and snaps Allie's neck. <laughs> and I'm gonna. I wish we had video feed right now because Ugh. again, the look on Megan's face. Oh she's my gosh. even put like did. She's even done that move where like she puts her fingers like her first her index and middle finger towards her head like, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> this like, movie like, like <sighs> how who thought of this and then who pitched it and then who greenlit it like goddamn. <laughs> And uh, deathbed, the bed that eats people. <laughs> I know, right? Okay. And so Johnny, Darren, Kristen, and Billy, they, they go to warn Allie, fearing it may already be too late, and, and they're right. So Johnny enters the house while the others wait outside, and Darren says, at least her legs were harder to shut than the, the John Benet Ramsey case. Yep. <sighs> and at that point, like, I mean... Like, they know it's not even funny anymore. Like, like it's just like, they're like, why are we saying this line? And so Darren comes back outside to tell the gang the bad news. And he, and he shows them a, a turkey feather he found in an extra small rabies-flavored condom. Gravy-flavored. Gravy oh, gravy. If gravy it was rabies-flavored, right. I'm concerned. I was like, rabies-flavored? All right, gravy. Yeah, so thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> no and, and So that would be funny. Gra yeah, rabies-flavored. That would be like, <laughs> oh, my God, it'd even be worse. And um, so Billy is really upset that he never got you know, to, to hook up with Allie and, and he was like, she was warming up to me and we got to find a way to stop this cock block and Turkey. But you know, this is where I think the movie like is, 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 is like 10, 10 stars on social issues because at least Turkey is practicing safe sex, you know, cause <laughs> the last thing this planet needs is some weird strain of Turkey gonorrhea floating around or a bunch of killer baby turkeys with genital herpes attacking everybody. So, True. Before you base the turkey, use protection. Oh That's right. God. Right. I mean, <laughs> avoid those Thanksgiving horrors right up front. And so after after finding Allie's remains, the students decide to go to Kristen's house. 
to see if her father has any books about turkey in his library. Turkey beats him there, tricking Kristen's father, who is dressed as a turkey, for an upcoming pageant into letting him in by wearing Groucho glasses. Going back a little bit. Yeah. They're like, we need a book on turkeys. It's like, my dad has a library. He <laughs> might have something. It's like, a, a book on how to kill an evil turkey. Oh, yeah. It's right sure. between like a book on how to kill an, uh, an evil uh, chicken and a book on and how, how to... to baste the turkey. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, and, and it's right, and it's also in the um, how to how to defeat killer tomatoes in that whole subgenre section. But no, Apparently. that's a, yeah, that's a good point. And so, as as they wait for Kristen, Turkey and the sheriff share an awkward snack and, and hazelnut coffee, which ends when Turkey murders the sheriff after he mistakes him for a duck. And Kristen and her friends arrive, and they are allowed in by Turkey, who has now donned the sheriff's severed face as a disguise. Oh, and like the sheriff also makes a lot of comments about the height of the turkey who has the little. So uh, I think he uses the M word for little people. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, and and there was this dialogue about the F the F word using the F word. Now you old enough to use the F word? Yep. And oh, um, um, what did he say? He's five hundred and ten years old. <laughs> Something yeah. like that. And he's like, well, I guess it's okay for you to swear then. Right. Because <laughs> you can say it. Yeah. It was an interesting conversation. Mm. But That's... it was it was kind of comical. Like, you know, they're having like Nescafe and then the and and you know just kind of like not talking and. It's and, a man dressed as, as a turkey and a turkey dressed as a man sitting yeah. at a table having coffee. Yes. Yeah. It was my favorite scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that was the only good scene of the movie. Yep. Yeah. And it was just so awkward. Yeah. But yeah, it was funny. And so um, Kristen and her friends arrive and, and Turkey opens up the, the front door dressed, you know, with again with their sheriff's severed face as a disguise. And she's like, you look different, daddy. Oh, I know. You got a haircut. And I swear the outside of Allie and Kristen's house are the same too. After like the scene, I'm like, aren't they like the same house? And so they're in a development. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like they're the exact same. They facade. shot it in eleven days. They yeah. only had one house <laughs> for all four kids. I'm like, yeah, they all live together apparently. So Kristen says, "I'd die if it wasn't for you and Daddy." And and Turkey says, "It's more like you will die if it was for me." So Darren finds a book about Turkey, and it mentions he can be killed. If his magic talisman is removed, though the rest of the passage about how to destroy him is written in mathematical code. Billy stumbles onto Turkey, disposing of the sheriff's body, and while he and the others succeed in getting the talisman, Turkey gets away after they put him in a chokehold. And then, um, you know, these these kids really aren't too upset that, like, their parents, like, are all, like, dead and becoming tomorrow's leftovers. Nah, nah. Like, like she's like, <laughs> for, like, two seconds. And then so Billy sto- storms off while Darren cracks the code in the book, discovering that Turkey must be burned at the stake after a demonic prayer is said backwards. And outside, Turkey magically enters bodies, uh, Billy's body after he appears to Billy as a as a cooked turkey, like, and animated. Ho- yeah, it was I w- animated. It wasn't even like they made a turkey and or even got the one dollar rotisserie from the front of the supermarket and somehow visually enlarged it and he pretend no, it was like the other animation about the Native American that summoned turkey. It's Yeah. I, I thought it was supposed to represent like a ghost turkey. 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't, that's how I look, took I, it as. I feel like it was more like something like from like Leprechaun, where Leprechaun can make people think of something as something else. It was like oh. a ho- I thought it was like a hologram, <clears throat> hologram turkey. Like on SpongeBob when Plankton eats holographic meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like this magical hologram of a turkey on the sidewalk, and he picks it up and then like kind of just eats it in one big gulp, and sh- turkey shoots his way out of Billy's stomach. And it's here when Turkey says the famous line, gobble, gobble, motherfucker. And Billy dies in Darren's arms as they reminisce about the good times they had together. And there's this dream sequence. It's a montage. Oh, it's a montage. And there's like this song about Billy, you were my best friend, but you got shot in the stomach and and, uh, you got killed by a turkey. And there's... So there's like the song about Billy and the flashbacks of Darren and Billy sharing ice cream and holding hands and skipping and playing hide and go seek. And I had la- I laughed so hard. I was like, this is probably the second best scene. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a pretty good one. Kill. That was fantastic. Oh, yeah. It was. It, I got such a big. And I was like, Billy, like, I love you. You're my best <laughs> friend. I, I read an Amazon review of this movie and then the guy gave him actually three out of ten star. I'm like, oh, wow, three. And it was like, yeah. So it's like. Everything sucks about this, blah, blah, blah. But the song about Billy's hilarious. So I'm totally going to watch the sequel. Hey, I mean, they got one person. <laughs> so, all right. So Billy, all right. So um, so the, so Darren, Kristen, and Johnny track, track Turkey to his teepee. And I think it's hilarious that, like, Turkey's, like, listening to classical music as he's preparing a salad. So I'm like, maybe he's, like, a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and, well, he's an animal, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah. But he also murders people. Right. So what? A salad, really? But okay. may- maybe he's a grass-fed turkey, like a grass-fed chicken. He doesn't okay. seem to be eating people. <laughs> I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> and so, I also think it's funny. The kids are like, "When are you sneaking around back?" And and we'll enter the front. Like the teepee is some like huge fortress. And it's just like this little kid's teepee. Yep. So the kids are able to tie Turkey up and Darren says, I got something you don't. And like pulling out the, the seance book and Turkey responds, what, a vagina? So <laughs> that was tur- actually a pretty sick burn. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Kristen says, Kristen says, I'm ready to see this cock burn. And, and Johnny and Darren are like, don't you mean Turkey? And she's like, no. <laughs> and so the, the trio recites the prayer. And but as they prepare to burn him, he runs outside and is shot in the head by Oscar, the hermit. Kristen warns Oscar that Turkey needs to be killed in a specific way, and Oscar leaves, and the others go to Kristen's house, unaware that the dumpster Turkey was blasted into contains radioactive waste, which reanimates him. of course it does. Why wouldn't it, you know? We'll give you guys a minute to kind of slap your forehead. I know, right? And there you go. Ouch. So... Believing that Turkey is dead, the surviving teens go back to Kristen's house and they're like, let's go watch a movie. Okay, and and they end up watching the original Night of the Living Dead. But it's not like, gee, maybe we should call the police or tell a grown-up that like all our parents and, and friends are dead. No, we'll just watch like a movie. So Johnny and Kristen admit their feelings for each other and it's like, oh, Johnny. And, oh, you know, Kristen. Oh, Kristen. And, and um. They're sucking face, and, and Johnny's like, I've lost my parents, but gained a girlfriend. Which is so <laughs> fucked up. It's the stupidest fucking thing uh, I've ever heard. I have a feeling that I'm um, asking someone to be 
your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whatever kind of not an appropriate time right right after that's like trying to hook up at a funeral like i mean they're both their parents are dead (laughs) and all they're thinking about is like cranberry sauce pumpkin pie and getting some yeah but (laughs) getting stuffed and getting stuffed that's right Mm. um uh, i think darren takes a moment to be like i'm gonna go to the bathroom because they're like they make it onto the floor they're like (laughs) and he's like yeah awkward i'm not getting any i'm the third wheel so he goes into the kitchen to get a snack and is looking in the fridge and for something to eat and is attacked by turkey who flings a meat thermometer into darren's rump roast (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that was colorful thank you (laughs) hey you know at this point in the movie this is when all the kitchen appliances come out like the the the, all the kitchen accessories so um turkey then rips darren's tongue and heart out and johnny hears like a in the background he's making it with Kristen, and there he's like in disbelief like you don't think nah and, and they're like the turkey's got to be dead unless he fell into some radioactive waste or something. But what are the odds of that? Uh. Hmm, thank you for pointing out the obvious. So Johnny goes to investigate and he's like, where are you at, Darren? Like, this isn't funny. And Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. there is. So when Darren is um, like it, after Darren is attacked, there is like a, a quick scene of Darren looking up and he sees Billy in heaven. Oh, that's right. And he's like, come join us. Billy's like, come here. Come on, Darren. Come join me. <laughs> God. Uh, so, okay, that sorry. Yeah, but no. I just had to put, I forgot that there was just a moment, you know, best friend. So like Darren's doing, I mean, uh, so Johnny's doing the, you know, the typical horror movie trope, like knock it off. It isn't funny. And where are you? And you can hear Turkey muttering, I'm in the kitchen making a turkey sandwich. And so in the kitchen, Turkey guts Johnny with an electric carving knife. So I love how you have like the carving knife and the meat thermometer and stuff like that. So Kristen enters the kitchen and slaps Turkey and they run into like a nearby shack with Johnny and Turkey chases after them and is set on fire by Kristen with an aerosol flamethrower. And while he burns to death, Johnny dies, dies from the electric carver stab wound and, and Chris, uh, Kristen's like, roast in hell, peck on someone your own size. And and Kristen uh, grabs a pipe and knocks Turkey into a pile of like wood, which was randomly like set up like perfectly almost, ready to go. Like in like bonfire fashion. Who would have thought? Yeah, just ready to go. And 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 she she throws him into the pile of wood and Oscar shows up and congratulates Kristen. And he's like, Well done, girl. And she's like, Yeah, I know. And she she pulls out a turkey leg, and I think it's I, I think know. it's supposed it, to be. It looks more like a drumstick. Yeah. that's not a turkey. It's <laughs> definitely not. Yeah, because it's. But yeah, yeah she's she's she yeah. like takes a bite. And, and so <laughs> I don't know. Like it's presumably it might be one of turkeys. Like that's, turkeys, well done legs and. So uh, like she's basically eating radioactive turkey though, idiot. After yeah. after turkey had sex bloop, with bloop dum dum. And after he had <laughs> sex with Allie. <laughs> oh. Uh, so she could be. Well, he used a condom. Right. I was about to say she could be getting a disease, right. but he no, right, seemed right. back to safe sex. Rob, you're yeah, right. They you're did right. touch upon that social issue. So we she are wouldn't have to. Too much about she this. would. Yeah. We yeah. <laughs> so luckily, she only has to deal with like radioactive waste poisoning and not herpes or like syphilis or anything like right. that. So, um, so later at the family at a, like a, a family's Thanksgiving dinner, um, they're you know they're going around saying the blessing and and there's like a cooked turkey on. The table and it comes to life and turkey's voice yells 
do I smell a sequel, biatch? And end of movie. In the title <laughs> card, to be continued in space with ellipses, right. was placed in the movie as a complete joke with no intention of any sequels. Nonetheless, a sequel, Thanks Killing 30 from 2012, was released three years later. Yes, there is no Thanks Killing 2. They just go straight to 3. Why? It's like Dude Bro Party Massacre 3 or whatever it is. That's the only isn't movie. It, and that's actually joke? a really funny movie, and Dude. it has Andrew W.K. in it. Well, isn't oh. that the joke in the third uh, The third movie? Is that they're on a search for the second movie? I don't know. I haven't seen yep. it. Oh, <laughs> that's Jesus the joke. Christ. Like, I, I and that's like... why they skipped two, oh, and it's the man. stupidest thing ever. I feel like we should like mess with people and tell them you gotta watch Thanks Killing Two. Like you gotta see it. Well, we yeah, can't. that's I like telling people to take one. Exit Nine <laughs> off of Everett Turnpike. <laughs> I know, right, Chris? It's too late now. I cast out of the bag. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of ruined that anyway. No spoiler effect. Um, the only original hero head of the turkey puppet remains. The rest of the body and additional heads were destroyed in the making of the film. The original mold has since been destroyed as well. Probably huh. better off. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, final thoughts on the movie. <laughs> Just I'm sure sigh. everyone heard her. <laughs> Hard to digest. <laughs> you need a Tums, right? Yeah, I need a Tums and a Rolaid. But... And a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just have a couple, like, uh, reviews, like, from other people that sure. kind of sum up how I feel. So... Anybody who complains that a, a movie called Thanksgiving about a foul mouth or is that foul mouth <laughs> supernatural turkey who goes on a murderous rampage is not a good movie, miss the point. This movie is supposed to not be good. It's supposed to be as bad as it sounds, and thankfully it is. Thanks Killing is a, a movie made for horror fans as it totally exploits the ridiculous genre conventions that most horror films employ to a fault. All the usual suspects of overused cliche characters are here. The jock, the hot girl, the sensitive girl, the funny fat guy, the nerd. But each one is exaggerated to the point of character. So the whole thing really works well instead of being tiresome. The five friends bark on an idyllic Thanksgiving weekend. And of course, things don't go as planned. The movie's offensive, vulgar, and most of all, absurd. But all the crazy random elements are woven together in a way that could be called, dare I say, brilliant? The villain of no. Thanksgiving. <laughs> no. There is a good way to do this. <laughs> Cabin in the Woods, perfect example True. of yeah. almost satirical. They did fantastic. This, no. Yeah. This, this gave me very much high school video class uh, so, movie. So the, so just go on to continue this, 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 this input. The villain of Thanksgiving is a, a trash-talking, necromanced, ancient, undead turkey realized on, on screen through a really poor quality hand puppet, and yet turkey is one of the most refreshing villains I've seen in a low-budget horror in a long while. He's definitely original in the very least, but also boasts some unforgettable one-liners that are you keeping smirking along the end after the end credits have faded away. The acting is intentionally wooden at times over the top, but it gets gels perfectly with the outlandish and sarcastic tone of the film. And yes, there are a few times that I actually had to cover my mouth because I was laughing out loud late at night. So yeah, I mean, this movie is bad, but like, I just wanted to point out some of the things that made this movie funny because I definitely laughed out loud like a lot in yeah. this movie and and um so yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys are looking at me like no <laughs> there there are some I that's what there are some funny moments but I that's why I feel like this movie's better with friends yeah and not to watch absolutely. as a serious take but to have having to watch this by myself 
I learned two songs for Rancid on guitar. <laughs> I learned how to change the oil in my lawnmower and about the spark plug replacement parts and how to winterize my lawnmower. That's what I did in the amount of time I watched things. <laughs> I don't know how they managed to make a 70-minute movie drag. And it, it really did. Like it This did. is supposed to be a quick movie, but it's just like, is this over yet? Like, Can we just get to the point? <laughs> I, so I watched it with my roommate, and it is definitely funner because there's banter when yeah. you're watching a movie like this. So it was definitely a lot more fun to watch it with someone else. But if I was watching it by myself, I probably would have had to pause, take a break, take a walk, come back, revisit. I also let my dog out. That's I didn't. <laughs> I did not even press pause in the movie. Chris I'm is like, just listing off I'm all just... the things. And yeah, there's, oh, he's to... going to keep adding. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I think that's an act. Okay. I did laundry. I, I repainted my living room. and I did some new faucet. Did my taxes. <laughs> Put an addition onto the house. <laughs> Baseball was better background uh, noise. <laughs> uh, yep. Any other final thoughts on the movie? So so just joking, of course. It, I, you know, it's about time someone represented the turkey community and the voice of turkeys across America. I'm sure they're angry, the turkeys. So, you know, that's it's their icon, I, I suppose. My message to turkeys in the uh, tagline of zombie, we are going to eat you. <laughs> yeah. so that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, it was just very, it felt like a high school project, video project, but it was it was pretty funny, I guess. <laughs> well, we've no. been laughing. We've certainly been that's, laughing hard yeah. tonight. That's true. That's true. No, it, it it is. It's a fun movie, but it's it's not good. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not good. So no, good. but it it does have some mo- moments where it's so bad it's funny. Oh yeah. Like I honestly think Troll Two is better. Oh, I just love the Troll way too. the way it came together. But this movie altogether is just. Uh, see though, no, but see, this is so Troll Two, right? The difference between Troll 2 and, and this movie is Troll 2, if you if you re- look at the documentary, um, the best, worst movie ever made, the directors actually, their, their, plot, their plan was to have a serious horror movie made about, it was a commentary about vegetarianism. Yeah. And, <laughs> but because everything, I mean, it just, it didn't turn out that way. At least in this movie, they knew it was going to be bad, you know? So I don't know. Yeah. It's, 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 you know, but I love Troll 2. Same here. I have to watch it, so. Well, maybe we'll have to review it someday. Maybe. Oh, we're gonna. We're gonna. Oh, it's gonna happen. We're gonna. All right. So, I think we're at the point now where we can rate the movie. Can we, we do? Can we do it. gobbles tonight instead of gravestones? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll let you use whatever you want, Rob. So, Dan, as you've probably listened to us before, um, this is how we rate, and you can use you know decimal points as well. So, um, we rate in stones, gravestones, or gobbles, whatever you want to do tonight. Um, five, movie is great. I would buy and watch over and over again. Pretty much your favorite movie ever. Four stones, movie is really good. Would I would watch it again. Why not? Three, movie is good. Should You should see it at least once. Two, uh, movie is okay or not good. Rent if you want to. You might want to check it out. You might not want to. One is, the movie's just simply not for me. So, we'll start with Meg, ladies first. This is, um, I'll give Thanksgiving a 2.3. It's, it's 
definitely one like if you want to see a little raunchy kind of funny holiday flick and then like dan said if you want to turn this into a drinking game with friends so that's the 2.3 gobbles for me (laughs) (laughs) all right dan what would you give this movie if I could, I'd, I would award it no gobbles. Wow. It is just awful. Ooh. But I'll give it a two because that being said, it is awful in a funny way. And I'm still going to tell people to see it. Like, oh, you haven't seen it? Watch it. It's it's a fucking trip. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to give this movie a 3.3. Because I... So, I, so in case you don't know my background, I, I love serious horror movies, but I also am a huge fan of the B-rated, like, awful horror movies. Like, it's a thing for me, and I for me, like, this movie is just, I will watch it again, and and I, um, just to laugh at it, right? And and to get a chuckle out of it, and, and not have to think too hard when watching a movie, and, 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 but there's only so many times you can heat, like, reheat, like, Thanksgiving leftovers, you know, over. That's a, so, that's a great analogy. So yes. I, I would definitely like watch it. Like it could be like an annual thing on thanks on Thanksgiving, and watch it with your friends. Right, turn it into a drinking game, make it an annual Thanksgiving party tradition, and 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 have some fun and and drink some beers and like laugh at a movie and and get together with your old friends and say Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Really- can we change my answer to three for three John Bonet Ramsey jokes? Ooh. Hey, yeah. <laughs> there you go. God. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> Jesus. The jo- I just can't with that joke. I can't. I- I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna use that line now. That's gonna be one of the things. Every time they say the John Benet Ramsey joke, you have to drink. So you're gonna, already guaranteed. For I'm at gonna least use three. it with all my friends. Are you kidding me? I'm gonna be like, oh please, his legs are harder to close than the John Benet Ramsey case. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, those, sh- those invites to parties, Rob, for you are gonna go down <laughs> real. <quick. laughs> he just kept joking about yeah. John Benet Ramsey all night. And- oh, uh, that's so funny. Don't you have anything more original? <laughs> So Rob pulls out some flashcards. It's just John Bonet Ramsey, John Bonet Ramsey, John Bonet Ramsey. So did you hear about that one about John Bonet Ramsey? Plus charades. John Bonet Ramsey, John Bonet Ramsey. No, the last time it's not John Bonet Ramsey. Poor, poor, poor girl. Bless her. Poor girl. Rest in peace. I gave this movie. 1.5. Wow. Ooh, that is like the lowest rating. Wow. We've had. I really but it's fair for it. Yeah. But I was on teetering on, you know what? It may not be specifically for me, but somebody might like to watch it at yeah. least once just to check it out. I mean, how could you not even just pop this on and just, just at least take a peek? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, for the ride. And albeit my answer, like I said earlier, watch it with friends. Sometimes yeah. movies are 10 times better when you watch them with somebody else because it's more of an experience for you and that yeah. other person. So, and then to Dan's point, make it a drinking game. Yeah. Because, hey, by the end, you've had fun. You had a couple of chuckles. You're trashed. And <laughs> you just carry on with your night after 70 minutes. Hell yeah. It's not a very long movie. No. Yeah, I can almost picture this, like, almost like Rocky Horror Picture Show fashion, where it, it's going to become, like, this like cult classic. If it, it probably already is, right? Oh, it and, is. And, 
and like people just like dressing up in ridiculous turkey costumes and and again like having like another musical come out or something <laughs> you never know like turkey turkey like to the musical you know getting back into the habit or something and <laughs> is that supposed to be a take on Sister Act I don't two? know. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess, guess the, yeah, so in that movie, the turkey joins the convent or something. It's <laughs> repenting. With Whippy Goldberg. Right. Oh, gosh. So, to figure out the math- mathematical equation <laughs> to get the talisman back from Turkey, <laughs> I've done all the math, and our rating for... Thanks killing is 2.5 stones or gobbles. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble, gobble motherfucker. Now that's what I call foul play. <laughs> oh, yeah, a half one. Good job. Good, you got it. You got it. Gobble, yeah. gobble, gobble, gobble. I think that's... Gobble, gobble, gobble. Okay, there we go. I think that's Two a half. fair rating. Yeah, it is. All right. Any uh, shout outs or any final thoughts for tonight before we sign off? Um, there's always a thank you to everyone who's listening. Um, um, thank you for all the support. Thanks for the feedback. Thank you, Dan, for being here tonight. Um, yeah, just overall lots of giving lots of thanks in the spirit of thanks. Boo. Killing. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 <laughs> More like this thanks took uh-huh. 70 minutes of my life. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, all right. So, I, thank you to all our listeners. Thank you, Dan Kachana, for being here. Dan the man. I'm a fan. Um, because of Thanksgiving, I'm going to, you know, I'm grateful for my friends. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful that I have a job, that I have a roof over my head, that I have this awesome podcast that I get to share with all you guys and, and, our listeners, I, I, I have so much to be thankful for, and I hope this holiday season you guys get to eat some turkey and some cornbread and, and just have some quality time with your, your loved ones and maybe watch a, a good like horror movie that takes place around Thanksgiving. Awesome. I just want to say thanks for having me, you guys. Oh, yeah. This has been yeah. really fun. Definitely enjoy it. Um, can't wait to see the next movies you guys review yeah, yeah. oh yeah awesome yeah. hope to have you back sometime yeah Definitely. if it's a really interesting yeah. movie or anything i can add to <laughs> i would love to be back maybe we'll pick a good one for you next time i you have know? a feeling you're going to be a regular guest on our show <laughs> he can be like the gym on a road soda just uh, you know on every few episodes or that's so, true and yeah comes and hangs out nice awesome absolutely yeah what about you chris well uh, just as always, like we said, we're thankful for everyone that, you know, checks in with us, listens to podcasts, thankful for family, of course, thankful for friends, thankful for my fiance, my dog, my cat, Yay. the house and everything that we got that's going good, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's about it. Like, mm. obviously yes. we want you guys to Ending on a nice note. let us know. Yeah. yeah. We just want you guys to have a safe thanksgiving holiday weekend yeah um and, and psa if you're deep frying a turkey follow all the safety precautions you don't want any <laughs> severe burns like no. you know that's no fun no yeah no, 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 no. 
And I am thankful for all you guys. Yeah, thank you. Very thankful. I I feel very fulfilled with this podcast and and hanging out with you guys. We have a great chemistry, good thing going. Yeah, definitely. We'll just have a half an hour. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Good night, John Boy. Good night, John Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Not Mary Ellen. Oh, man. So, uh, with all the thanks and everything to you guys, again, have a safe Thanksgiving. as always, uh, you guys can look us up on Facebook and Instagram at Monster Talk Podcast. Uh, you can email us. You can send us a happy message, a not happy message. You can prank us. I don't care. <laughs> uh, email us at themonstertalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's themonstertalkpodcast at gmail.com. As Robin and I were talking about Twitter earlier, I realized I never shout out to Twitter which we tr- do try to uh, send something out every week about the next upcoming um, episode and other funny things that we like to throw on Twitter. That's at Monster Talk NH for New Hampshire. At Monster Talk uh, Nevada Hotel. And, <laughs> and, Phonetics. And, and speaking of like messages, if you if you want to send candy grams and flowers, that's good too. Yeah, we'll take those. <laughs> we like candies, we like grams, we like flowers, we like all that stuff. Uh, of course, send us a turkey. <laughs> you can always listen to us on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple. Like and give us five stars if you could. Even if you hate us, just give us five stars. We appreciate it, and you can just tell us why we suck today. Um, Audible and Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, and the iHeartRadio app. So to sign off, this is Christopher from the Black Lagoon. Meg the Mortician. And reanimator Rob. Gobble, gobble, gobble. And I'm Dan. Have a good one, guys. This has been Monster, Monster Talk. Talk. Later, guys. Now you gone and left me. You were my, you were my friend. My friend. You got killed by a turkey. Who's not, who's not my friend.